1: The bondage is <laughs> now
2: user a baton to cause more confusion. Listen, and ye shall hear me in the wind. Know it is my thunder that gives a warning in the dark. Do not dare deny me through false tongue, my daughter. Do not anger me with fences of blindness, for you must run wild and free of injustice to celebrate me. And it is you who must call for the storm of change. You are now listening live, and always in archive at your leisure and convenience to the divine prince, Pan-African spiritualist practitioner, author, and advisor, Ella Goon Oloye Hudu Obeya Bokor, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, universal, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and Holistic, from a Pan-African Hoodoo world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing, if you can just see beyond the veils. For it is all just an illusion and a test, and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration and my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing, my teaching, my walk, my works along this divine all-blessed and journey. It is how I, the Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother, Father, Earth. And it is my personal place of power and inner standing a place from where I begin, a place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine all-blessed reality. And so it is. Asheo Ashe. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. 2016, 2019, and I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum universally, from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince, Thai Potions, Hoodoo Central, Black Hawk Voodoo here in this beautiful and enchanted city of New Orleans, Louisiana. I am also joined by my featured and very special co-host and guest. Owl Baba Ojalola Ba Akin broadcasting, Simulcast broadcasting with me from Augusta, Georgia. All is truly and indeed a blessing. We are honored and grateful by those who join us here at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time for the Power Lunch, Revolutionary Hoodoo, New Orleans Voodoo, Secrets and Recipes here on Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. And my live listening and calling number is area code 347-215-8967. 347-215-8967. Beloved, when you are ready with your question, comment, request, please do press The number one on your telephone keypad. We will be more than happy to welcome you into this squared circle of gods and goddesses, this sacred space here on Block Talk Radio. And also be mindful that my website, where I can be reached utilizing various means virtually 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, is www.houseofthedivineprince. Dot com and please do join me at our sacred myself Denise Augustine historic treme for your tour plus experiences please join us at our sacred all is truly and indeed a blessing a boro Baba um, Ojalola, I'm kind of open your mic <laughs> and my switchboard just froze over me but Welcome. Greetings. Uh you should be on with me now. Your mic is hot. I'm yes, so glad that you. you find the time to be present with us every day at high noon here mm-hmm. on Global
3: Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh this is our Jalola Johnny Fashakin, uh coming to you live in Augusta, Georgia. And I want to thank all of you for joining us here. I give thanks to Olo Damare. Iba Olo Damare. Iba Ifa. Iba Bogbo Orisha. Ati Irumale. Iba egungun, Ati Egbe. Iba yami. I pray that we all have long life, good help, good spouses and good children, good homes and good businesses, and that we have peace and love, happiness and harmony, and abundant prosperity. I pray that we have victory over all adversity and all enemies, and that we have all great blessings of life for all of our days and share. Uh, for those you. of you, for those of you who would like to reach me, uh, I can be reached via email at awo.ojelola.ifashakeen at gmail. A-W-O dot com. That's a w o. dot o j e l o l a. dot i f a s a k i n at gmail. dot com. And I'm also available are Facebook, at Ojolola Ajani Ifasha Key. I just want to say hello to everybody, and uh, let's get on with our show.
2: I say, I indeed. It puts me in the mind of spirit communication which is indeed our topic of the day, our continued topic of the day, with a focus today on spirit communication. I remember I had many uh, experiences with spirit uh, as a young child. One of my earliest memories of indeed spirit communication was through automated writing. We all can kind of remember, you know, or you have children and you've seen children uh, particularly at the younger ages, who like to scribble and play with crayons and pencil or pen, and maybe not necessarily have an artistic skill, ability, or goal, but just enjoy the movement of that utensil across the paper and and, and the trail that it would leave. And so I can remember in junior high and even into senior high performing automated writing, um, not just for myself, but but more importantly for other people, I think spirit communication is indeed a inner voice, an inner connection to spirit, something that guides and directs and, and moves us as an individual with all energy. It is a universal presence, and so spirit doesn't speak to us show us imagery, give us dreams uh, for our entertainment. I often say that we aren't gifted with spiritual gifts or skills, psychic abilities, ability to see into other people's lives for our entertainment. Uh, Some people claim to be able to switch then on or off uh, to some degree. Others, as with myself, it it cannot be switched off. It's not something that, that I can turn off or on any more than I can playing the piano. It it is a skill that I can choose to do and operate and move in, and in consciousness in in any any given moment. Uh, But it's not something that you, like, lose, like learning to ride the bike. And so I remember doing spirit communication, and, and even in junior high school being able to see and interpret things that I was seeing, that I was envisioning that I had not even yet experienced myself had not even yet grown into adulthood, uh, and life fully for myself to, to understand, but I knew what I was seeing. So there's a level of, of trust that has to be developed in terms of spirit commission, test the source. Where is the source? Where is it coming from? I believe, uh, uh, Baba would agree with me That in more Formal forms of a divination Like Ifa uh, We've already clarified that we are Drawing from, from the spirit of Ifa uh, From that, that Energy, that power, that deity that is Fa or Ifa and, and, and the evangelical Christian would say well we're Drawing that power from the Holy Ghost It's the Holy Spirit that, that Leads and guides in each tradition uh, Including tarot is going to have a source, a power from which they're pulling that communication from. So communication with spirit is something that is indeed organic, natural, gifted, but but it has to be developed. It it has to be formulated. Uh, it, It has to be a relationship built between you and that power, that gift, and that Skill and the source
3: from which you pull from. Are, are you with me, I will? I'm with you. And uh, I am in definitely full agreement. Uh, we have the, a source that we pull from, and we have to develop that uh, relationship, develop that communication in order to be effective. Uh, for instance Ifha. We communicate with Arumala, we communicate with uh all the other Orisha. But we have to learn how to do it. Uh there are proper incantations to invoke these uh spirits. Uh, there are what we call oriki which are <clears throat> praise terms of all the orisha and by praising them properly we can call them forward and they will do what we need them to do they will assist us there's there's a, a uh lot of uh, things to learn in the way of Communication with The Orisha I'll just uh, leave it at that for the moment
2: And and, and indeed the validation <clears throat> Again of the spirit The power The force that's speaking I remember
1: Again many of my
2: long term listeners know that I have a, a, a Sort of an evangelical Christian upbringing Uh, but it was in a spiritualist church environment. So we indeed uh, interacted, moved in and out of the realm of of spirit um, each and every time we came together uh, in in any space. But there was always this emphasis on interpretation, proper interpretation, testing the spirit, being clear uh, of the spirit in which you are making some connection or, or contact with, Uh, this has often been used as a force of fear uh, for many people. And and so uh, the the religious folk would say that it's all a cult, it's all evil, it's all darkness, it's all a slippery slope into some place that you cannot come back from. Uh, But we see that manifestation of spirit in all world traditions, in Haitian voodoo, uh, Louisiana voodoo, we see Communication with spirit by way of transposition So the emphasis is not uh, uniquely placed on a divination tool. Indeed, uh, particularly in Haiti, they use uh, not tarot cards but a regular deck of cards and, and, and utilize them, manipulate them um, in similar fashion as as tarot. But the faith and the trust of the practitioner and the participants within the culture of voodoo, is often um, strongly placed on possession. And so the mambo, the hokan, the bokor, uh, uh, the voodoo will not only conduct like an orchestra, the uh, flow and move of energy in a room, in a ceremony within that space, along with the aid of the rhythms of the drum and the bells and and, and the shakara and the percussion, which are all very uh, encoded, rhythmically uh, encoded sounds, rhythms, which have sequences, which have a count, which have a number that are designed to invoke very specific forces, very specific powers into the ceremony, and then possession begins. The voodoo practitioner is often not the only one to take on a possession. But as is said in in the case of of the Holy Spirit in the church, things are done decently and in order. And so everyone doesn't just randomly, simultaneously take on possession. You ultimately end up with chaos. There has to be some level of of demonstration of of the presence of spirit. And in this case, we're talking about spirit communication. So there's going to be a language that's going to be clear and, and, and decipherable and, and uh, discernible. Uh, as I'm sure Awa would agree, Awa would agree that uh, universal, if you will, decipherable discernible, if they're going to require a, a deed um, a deal of interaction, authentic interaction with spirit to personalize the messages and make sure that the uh, messages are not just random, or general or generic but are specific to the person that is sitting across from you on the table and so in the Haitian uh, New Orleans uh, voodoo tradition of possession there is indeed a unseen order of things where the possession is taking place the the practitioner or the horse and is as it is called has taken on the possession and then the message is communicated Uh, Often through a language. Um, Sometimes it's in. in, If you're in Haiti, it's going to be in Haitian Creole. Uh, But but then there are practitioners such as myself who can uh, speak Fon, Ewe, Akan. I might start speaking Arabic on you in the middle of a possession if there are Arabic ancestral spirits present. Uh, in the ritual, in the reading, whether it's in the client that I'm looking at or in what powers, assistance I might need uh, as a practitioner. So spiritation is not just random, not just sort of a, a spontaneous uh, falling out of, of one space of reality uh, into another, but it is a very skilled, uh, tried and proven skills that can be measured uh, for, its, for its accuracy but also can be allowed a, a certain amount of space to allow spirit to speak. Uh, in Western culture, we are taught uh, almost intuitively from a very young age to ignore spirit, to overlook spirit, to invalidate all forms of spirit uh and 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 we might say it's your imagination we, we We might call it intuition we We might say you have a feeling about something, but you can't trust your feeling you, your colleague, your friend, myself, but you don't have proof of that. you haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. how do you know that and And that rational part of your brain is looking for evidence. Uh, and as a practitioner, uh, Baba, you've heard me say before, um, I, I'm not really a right-brain practitioner. I have those skills, but I'm a left-brain practitioner. And, 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 and there's math, there's science, there's practicality to an EBO, to a, to a prescription um, that is predictable. I said practicality, but I meant predictability. Um, in doing a formula that has been passed down through lineage, you know, from generation to generation, um, that has been tried. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to speak. I know you you might want to respond to that. I also want to yeah. remind our listeners: <clears throat> every day we 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 offer our listeners to press number one, and also um, bring
3: your questions,
2: comments, um,
3: and requests into
2: the conversation.
3: Go ahead, Baba. Okay, you touched on something there that. Um I want to speak on, which was uh, the speaking in different languages. Uh, in the uh, evangelical uh, Christian churches, they have uh, not only evangelical, but uh, Baptist churches. A lot of a lot of the Christian churches, they have this thing of uh, this idea of speaking in tongues. When spirit takes over you All right they what they're speaking in is not anything that anybody understands. it's just rambling on with a lot of gibberish, and the idea of speaking in tongues in Christianity comes from the uh time when the Spirit, Holy Spirit came over the apostles, and they began speaking in tongues. But that speaking in tongues was speaking the various languages of the different regions of earth, so that they could be well, understood uh, by others.
2: I'm so sorry, ahead. about, why I didn't mean to you off. Both of those things are, and I don't want to turn this into a, a biblical discussion. Because clearly I'm not here to defend or protect the church in any way. But in terms of the spiritual gift itself, the text does make a distinction between speaking in tongues and speaking in other tongues. And I agree with you, a great deal of what you are hearing, seeing manifest as gibberish. I would offer that a great deal of what you are hearing and seeing manifest from the average tarot card reader is gibberish you absolutely have to have a connection to spirit to not only utilize this learned skill or tool, if you will, but then to be able to cross that veil between our dimensional space and spirit space. So, so in, in Acts, the book of Acts, which I believe you're referencing, it says other tongues, and they were able to hear and recognize and identify their foreign language being spoken by people who they knew had no right, knowledge right. of their language. So you're absolutely right. right. But, there, but there's also a reference to other tongues. And, and I can't quite place it right now, and again, I'm not trying to be a Bible scholar, but, but generally speaking it says right after that that when this speaking in tongue is taking place that there should be an interpreter present. And so it might show up as an unintelligible an, 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 an language to, to, to the average viewer, but there should be someone in that ceremony, in that room, in, in, in that, in that, who is able to interpret clearly what is being said. So when those elements, those protocols, you talked about protocols, prayers before invoking certain orations, certain spirits, certain powers onto the divination board, well, then it's the same thing in, in the speaking of tongues. There are certain protocols that should be in place if the authentic interaction with spirit is taking place. But, but as Bible already has, has confirmed, often it's a gibberish, some showing, you know, people falling out, you know, um, uh, and, and it's typically certain players in the group uh, that fulfill this either out of ego, uh, out of a need to, you know, be the one to, to show up on Sundays. But often that whole idea that the speaking in tongue is a form of spirit communication, which means that there's something, a result tied to it. There's a message that is being uh, transmitted, that, that is to be documented and then proven that, that same book that they talk from also says you got to test the spirit, and so we test the spirit in in Esau. You you are calling invoking very specific deities in that process. Uh, Haitian Voodoo, New Orleans Voodoo, the trance possession is slightly different in that in a formal setting there's a, an array of deities that are invoked, and they have an order just like the Orisha fall in in a particular order, these loa, these deities are invoked, are acknowledged, are praised, are fed in a particular order. And then there's a portion of the ceremony where, you know, every spirit has been acknowledged, the ancestors have been acknowledged, everyone is sort of woke fully physically and spiritually uh, in the ceremony. Many of these ceremonies take hours, uh, all night, uh, you might show up at 4 in the afternoon and you might not leave until 9 the next morning. So there's a, a, a transition that takes place in your body, in your mind, in the rhythm and the pacing of the music. Um, just like uh, working out, you don't just sprint. You stretch first. You warm up. You make sure your body is limber. Uh, then you have a, a, probably a basic Routine that you follow, and then you go into your more strenuous uh, athletic endeavors. And so operating exercise in the spirit, in-spirit communication, is very much a similar process. Uh, In commercialized divination, you don't often have a sacred space, a sacred environment. You're often working up against a time clock, particularly if you're in someone else's space. Uh, and, and they have highest readers in that space who are often making not much more than than minimum wage. And the, And the shop owner, uh, just as they price all their other retail items, you know, is getting a percentage off the top for the maintenance of the store. And so in that environment, you know you're seeing a fork and teller. you're seeing the you know the tarot card reader. Uh, they're not even trying to to perpetrate bone readers in these sort of commercialized spaces. And it's just not the right suitable environment to truly have an authentic interaction with spirit and spirit communication, and then to have that documented in a way that can be tested. How many people have a reading done and and then you don't have paperwork, you don't have audio tape, you don't have anything but your memory to go on, um, one of the things that I applaud Ifa and, and 5, divination for is the structure of Odu and the ability to document and record that information uh, for prosperity. A, a week out, two weeks out, you got to gauge your process, your progress in the prediction, your progress in, in whatever message was given on the board. Um, Baba, with what time we have, I want you to also talk about about the the organic necessity of Ebo in divination. In Western culture we seek the reader, the fortune teller and to give us a good word. Um and there's really no thought about homework. What do I as a client, as a Quran, need to do, the the initiate, the listener Need to do with this information, so that it does something positive and beneficial and and fruitful for me, and then for my community.
3: Am I on? My mic on?
2: Yeah, yeah. You've you you've always been on. Oh.
3: oh, okay. Um, the EBO is a form of. Prayer. It's, it's a form of communication with spirit. And basically what it is, is that you are thanking the Orisha in advance for what they're going to do for you. You're giving them gifts, which is usually in the form of some food. And in turn, they will help you. And the Ebo comes from it's a prescription of certain things that is determined through the divination process. Is it, in divination, you get a certain odu that odu will have certain verses that are applicable to the client at the time. And in those verses is specified what able is necessary, what what sacrifice, what offerings, what gifts you are going to give in order to uh receive help from the Erisha. It so sounds it, it's, almost
2: like an exchange of energy.
3: Excuse me?
2: It sounds almost like an
3: exchange of energy of some sort. Yes, it is. That's exactly what it is, All right? For instance, um, if there's an able to avoid death, uh, a lot of times a, a rooster may be offered, All right? And the blood of the rooster is taken instead of your own life. Um, there may be an offering of uh, some clothing, an article of clothing. Usually it's a a favorite piece of clothing that you might have or or a very fancy piece of clothing. And, again, that is so that that clothing is taken instead of your life. And you are communicating with spirit. You're, You're letting them know, okay, I'm giving you this so that I may be spared. Or in a case where, where there's uh, great blessings to be bestowed upon you. You say, I'm giving you this so that you will bless me, so that you will ensure that my blessings reach me.
2: Well, is there's, that a, uh, a bargain or, or or a bribe? No, or it's, not bribe. <laughs> it's not a bribe.
3: It's definitely not a bribe. It's an exchange. It's it's like yeah um it it's as i said in the beginning it's thanking them in advance for what they're going to do for you definitely no bribe involved you're not trying to uh con the orisha into doing something for you you you're openly thanking them for what they're going to do. And and that that exchange is something that's very, very powerful. And we definitely need that. You can't do without it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I believe there's a thing in, in indigenous or Native American culture that, um, in order to gain anything from nature, you must give, so yes. there was an understanding that they they didn't pick from the tree they didn't take from the from the ocean or the waters or from the ground without giving something back, replacing something there, offering something there, so it was an exchange and unlike Western commercialized culture, they also didn't take partake of more than they need it. Uh, so right. the meat, the food substance, would not be wasted. Uh, it wouldn't just be something that we place at the tree to to go to decay. Uh, there's a structure, again, an order to how we offer uh, edible food sort, uh, donations, offerings uh, to the spirit in that exchange of energy so that we indeed get the uh, results, manifest results that, that we seek. Oh, we also talked yesterday, too, Baba, a little bit about, uh, uh, we mentioned briefly, E-Ray and a sword bow, uh, and um, I remember an elder telling me a story um, about, you may know that story, uh, about the nature of, of a sword and E-Ray, and that there was actually more Sokbo present in the universe than Ray and and that's why um, um, trouble and and challenging energy seems to be so prevalent and so consistent uh, as a part of uh, uh, the human mind space. Another elder uh, sort of gave me the understanding that what science now classifies as dark matter this this presence of this abundance of uh undescribable, unexplainable, unmeasurable energy uh, that that we can't see, but, but they suggest that it's a great deal more of it uh, that it somehow influences, or puts a, uh, some kind of force on on all matter in the universe, and it mirrors to me that story uh, that I was told about there being more. A sort though available in the universe in e
3: and, and that's why we must do that though. I don't know that there's more um but there there is a balance of good and bad and of um evil and righteous there there is a balance, and we have to try to maintain that balance um I want to correct something on uh the language there all right I notice you're saying which a lot of people say is osobo uh it's not osobo uh it's o- osobo all right which actually means. It throws off ebo ebo meaning the uh <clears throat> the determinants the uh objects that we use to uh determine negative and positive yeah you might not be hearing,
2: hearing me correctly, but that's what i said oh. O-S-O-R-B-O, short not not what it and, and I understand
3: that that, that is a comment. It, it's, it's actually O-S-O-B-O. And um, as I said, the, the, the meaning is that it throws off E-B-O. And the opposite of that is, of course, E-R-E. And Ray and Osobo are equal and we have to maintain that equality. And that's what we try to do through EBOL. We want to maintain balance. It's like, for instance, when we have a, a uh, reading and it comes in the array. All right the EBO has to be done is there's, there's a, a um, okay, I put you, there's a um, task that we have to do which is when there's E-Ray there's also equal Osobo so that we have to in a way throw off the Osobo in order to bring about E. Ray, there, there's always the attempt, uh, not only the attempt, there's always the effort to maintain balance, to establish balance. And like people see a reading that comes out on a Osobo and they say, oh boy, uh, I'm in trouble now. No, you're not. You're not because Ifar has revealed what these negative things are and we know how through Ebo to bring about the good things or minimize the bad things. And likewise, people receive a reading that uh, comes out in ray. May think, oh, life is great, no problem. Uh, that's not exactly true either. Because when we have a ray, we also have the negative forces which are going to try to uh, throw that ray off. So again, we have to maintain the balance. And we do that through ebola.
0: A dash of cayenne to the root Gonna put on my Greek, grease suit Boil a gumbo Hot and steady don't care if Freddy ready Gone free At that old cemetery Down on Clebone Where she's buried Build a fire On the bayou When the black cat scratch at two, under a full moon that's blue, chant some magic words, go a a dash of cayenne to the rule, gonna put on my Greek grease suit.